from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it, everyone? Welcome into a Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report, coming to you today from Memphis, Tennessee, on the road with the Pelicans. I'm Sean Kelly. Glad you've joined us today as we have hit the uh, the midway point, the Wesley day of the week. Yes, David Wesley will stop by here. He's with us in Memphis as the Pelicans prepare for the Grizzlies tonight. That's a part of today's program. And uh, we'll also put a wrap on last night's unfortunate loss for the Pelicans as they lost to the Phoenix Suns at New Orleans Arena. The final score was 104-98. After the game last night, our own John DeShazer sat down with Tyreek Evans. So I'm anxious to hear what, uh, what Tyreek had to say following the loss. That's a part of our Black and Blue report today. And also Doug Tatum, the executive director of digital media for the New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints, stops by to talk about the latest upgrades to the digital media platform for both teams and maybe more specifically the new Pelicans app, which was released last week for both the iPhone and the Android. So that's part of today's program. And a little bit later on, I have a story to share about um, about Memphis. You know, now that we're on the road a little bit here during the basketball season and um, we're bringing the black and blue report to you from wherever, whatever location we may find ourselves. Thought I'd start to share some of the uh, different stories that have happened in all these NBA cities that we go to, especially the ones in our own division that we see twice a year without fail over the last uh, decade or so. So we'll uh, we'll have a story today about Memphis, the uh, one that may surprise you. I'll share that with you as well. Last night's game was tough, a 37-24 third quarter. Uh, the Suns uh, hit seven ten threes in that frame. And Eric Bledsoe was going crazy last night. He had 25 points on 10 of 12 shooting for the Suns, who are now surprisingly enough at 3-1. and one. So the Pelicans now 1-3. and three. Get set for the Grizzlies tonight. Of course, that broadcast can be found not only on our radio network, but on television too. Fox Sports New Orleans will have that broadcast, and we'll have exclusive coverage uh, to some extent on uh, pelicans.com as well as Jim Eichenhofer is on the trip. So the team arrived uh, here in last, uh, Memphis last night. About 1 a.m., that was uh, the time on my clock when I stepped into my hotel room. Uh, back-to-backs are never easy, but it is a part of the game. And this morning the team went through their breakfast meeting and uh, a little bit of a walkthrough uh, here at the hotel. And uh, they'll get some rest this afternoon before getting back after it tonight and a challenge, certainly in the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So again, David Wesley today, Tyreek Evans, Doug Tatum, and uh, a special story here from uh, one of our previous visits here to Memphis. We'll get that all for you on today's Black and Blue Report. Don't forget, you can follow on Twitter, at Sean Kelly Live. Love your feedback, and I hope that we're uh, getting you the stuff that you'd like to have for this program and on our broadcasts as well. You can also get the daily schedule for this show on Twitter as well, at Black Blue Report. That's at Black Blue Report. All right, we'll dive into that Pelicans game from last night and preview tonight's action when Wesley Day rolls on here in just a second. David Wesley with us in one minute. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. 
So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around, we got this. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report in Memphis today. It is cloudy and gloomy and rainy, but it's a Wesley day. We take Wesley Day on the road, and David Wesley, uh, kind enough to join us here in the lobby of the team hotel this morning. Uh, David, we're looking at the box score, and uh, I know a lot of fans are wondering about a 1-3 start, a loss last night, 104-98. And I know there are a lot of circumstances involved, but help me gain some perspective on what we saw last night and what we've seen through the first four here of the season. Well, we're still talking about a young team. We're still talking about a lot of new pieces and, and Coach Monty Williams trying to figure out what those pieces and how they fit. Uh, certain guys are struggling early in the season trying to, trying to figure out where their roles are. Uh, I, I'm, I'm speaking mostly about players like Aminu, Evans, uh, that haven't really got a rhythm uh, in, in this season, but Certainly, this young team needs more production out of, out of both of those guys. Got a great effort out of Roberts last night. Uh, you know, you, you look at Anthony Davis's numbers, they're not great across the board, but still he's putting up fantastic numbers at 17, 11, and five blocks. Um, Drew Holiday got in foul trouble early last night, which really hurt him. Uh, and, and, and from there, he, uh, you know, the three points certainly isn't enough, and, and, and the nine assists is good, but then, of course, you throw in the five, five six turnovers. That's kind of high for your, your point guard to have. So there's some problems right now, but I, I certainly think they'll correct them in the near future. Let's go back to the third quarter last night. That's, that, 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 that number just blows me away still. 37 points for the Suns. The Pelicans had 24. The game, in, in a lot of respects, is... is is won and lost either side, however you look at it, in that third quarter. How much of it was um, Pelicans-induced, and how much of it was Suns' ability to hit, well, frankly, the long ball, 7 of 10 in the quarter? Well, yeah, I talked to my open about, and that was one of my keys to the game, is to defend the three, and the Suns weren't shooting the, the three well uh, coming into that to the game last night. But I don't overreact to the 37 simply because there are going to be nights where teams jump on you like that. They, they get the penetrate kick going, and you just always seem to be late. Uh, I've seen that. It's, it's a miserable night, uh, especially, you know, I remember playing the Mavericks when, when they used to get it going, and, and Phoenix, when they used to get it going from outside, and you're just playing catch-up. But overall, as a, as a team, defensively, they, they've already given up 110 and 104 uh, 110 to the Magic, 104 last night, 95 to the Pacers. Their defense is not a cohesive unit just yet. Uh, you know, the one night they had the 18 blocks, that was against the Bobcats where it was in a blowout situation. 
but when they need stops, they're not really getting the stops they need, and that's going to make the difference in whether they're going to be a, a, a good team or, or a team like last year. I hate to uh, to heap the – first off, by the way, before I get to that the topic, I was just going to talk about Eric Bledsoe. As a, <laughs> for a player to go 10 for 12, that doesn't happen all that often. Uh, I'm sure the Suns were smiling about his performance last night. Well, they're, they're – I... You know, we, we talked about last night as well that, that they didn't give him his extension. <laughs> well, they're going to have to give him some money if he keeps doing uh, playing games like that. 25 points on 10 of 12 shooting, one of two from, from three is, is pretty exceptional. Uh, but they were a lot of drives. Uh, he, he lived in the paint, and uh, when, when, when the Pelicans rotated and helped, he found guys, and, you know, it wasn't necessarily his assist because he had five, but... It may be in the hockey assist where guys were rotating to catch up and, and they were knocking them down and started shooting them. Seven of ten threes in, in one quarter is a lot. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let me ask you this, and I hate to heap things onto one player, but how much do you think the Pelicans miss Ryan Anderson right now? Oh, they miss him a, a ton. Uh, where I think Anthony Morrow feels some of that void, he, he doesn't bring the impact that a Ryan Anderson does because Ryan can rebound, he can put the ball on the floor, he can post as well as shoot the three ball, which helps spread the floor, gives you another score, gives your bench some, some punch. Um, they need him bad, and they need him in a hurry. All right, let's look forward then to uh, these next couple. Memphis here tonight to complete a back-to-back. You go back home to face the Lakers before you go out west on your first road trip of, of significance this year. Let's just start with Memphis. The challenge to, to, uh, to play through a back-to-back but against a quality team like Memphis. Well, I, it... It's important, you know, and, and then you start pressure. You, you didn't get the games you probably should have, and the teams that people are probably looking at is, aren't going to be uh, very good or they're re- rebuilding have come out and shown some fight, and, and, it, and it hadn't been just a cakewalk. This schedule in the beginning is, is showing to be a lot tougher than I'm, I'm thinking that most people would think, and certainly they're all NBA games and you got to play them all, but uh, Memphis presents the, the – the low post problem, who matches up with Gasol, um, Randolph. I mean, it, that's, a, that's a tough matchup. And then they have perimeter guys that can, can get hot. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be another huge test. Off of back-to-back travel last night, got in about 1 o'clock last night. I mean, it's just it, it's going to be a test, but, you know, one they got to get up and get, get ready for. David Wesley here with us on the Black and Blue Report. Let me ask you this question, and I know we're only a week into the season. Um, but are we starting to see some parity in the NBA that we haven't seen in a long time? Philly's got a couple of wins that maybe we didn't think they'd get. Other teams have surprised us early on. Again, only a week's worth of work is done, but yet it feels a little different. Well, you, you know, you, you look at the Miami Heat go into their first two nights, and I'm sure they didn't imagine they would come out and, and, and you know, catch two lumps like that. I, I definitely think that there is. Uh, you, like, I, like I was saying, that teams that aren't, you weren't, expecting to to come out and play the way they have uh have found some new life whether it be new coaches new players whatever it is but uh are playing harder uh certainly the four games that the the pelicans have already played every game except for the charlotte game those guys were out there playing hard uh you know i talked to coach gaddison uh uh before the game and he said that's the reason why they won their first two games is was they just are playing hard. They're going to give themselves a chance. They, you know, they go play the Spurs uh, tonight. So 
you know, they'll see that. But, you know, I, I think there is parity. I think there are teams out there that, that normally you would look at and say, hmm, we should win that or we should win that. I, I think you need to scratch that out of your mind and get ready to, to play a really tough game. All right, before we close things out, um, tonight against Memphis, knowing their personnel like you do and, and seeing what you've seen with the Pelicans so far, give me a guy on the Pelicans page right now that could jump out and have a big game and be the difference tonight, other than i got to take Anthony Davis off the table because he's been the most consistent. I'm, I'm, really, uh, I'm really thinking that Tyreek Evans has got to be that guy. Uh, you know, he's one of the guys that, that have the tools to do anything you need on the floor. He, he's a big, big physical guy. He, he, he puts the ball on the floor. He can shoot the jump shot. He can, he can get to the basket. He can pass. Will that happen? I think for the, for the Pelicans to have success, a guy like him has to come off the bench and give some punch. Obviously, the starting five has to do uh, pretty much what they've been doing you know, a little bit better. But I think they need something coming off the bench to help this, this team get on the right track. Interestingly enough, here in our next segment on the Black and Blue Report, Tyreek Evans, John DeShazer, sat down with him in the postgame locker room last night. I'm anxious to hear what he has to say. Good to see you uh, as we take Wesley Day on the road here to Memphis today. It's good to be here. Yeah. And, you know, we're out here in, in Memphis. It's kind of ugly outside, but, you know, it, we're going to hang out and go get a coffee, and we're going to sit back, get ready for the game, do all our stats and stuff, and be ready to do it again tonight. All right, sounds good to me. David Wesley and Joel Myers tonight on Fox Sports New Orleans on the television side. I'll have the call on the radio side, and our show will continue here from Memphis shortly as John DeShazer and Tyreek Evans jump into the conversation on today's edition of the Black and Blue Report. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and pick the games you want to watch at the newly renovated New Orleans Arena. With our five-game flex plan presented by Mannings, we have a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $45 and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. And with the purchase of every plan, you'll receive a free $25 Mannings gift card while supplies last. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. Are you ready for healthcare reform? At Blue Cross, we're ready to help. Learn all you can about healthcare reform at bcbsla.com slash reform. Here you'll find information on tax credits, health insurance options, answers to frequently asked questions, and a handy checklist to help you prepare. Visit us today at bcbsla.com slash reform and get ready. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Louisiana is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association and is incorporated as Louisiana Health Service and Indemnity Company. This is Pelican Forward, Tyreek Evans, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report. All right, as promised, let's get you our visit with Tyreek Evans last night. John DeShazer sat down with Tyreek Evans following the Pelicans' loss to the Phoenix Suns. We caught up with Tyreek in the postgame locker room, and it's yours now on this edition of the Black and Blue Report. Thanks, Sean. And Tyreek, it kind of got away from you guys in the third quarter where you know they made a, a real push and you guys weren't able to respond. Uh, yeah, we... Um you know, got caught, you know, helping in the paint a lot. And then uh, Jar Green um, hit a couple of big threes. And um, um, the one of the twins hit a couple of big threes. And uh, we didn't respond to that. And then we kind of, like, put our head down to try to take bad shots to put it back in the game. But it didn't work. Is that kind of growing pains, I guess, that go along with a, a team that's trying to gel and trying to figure each other out? Uh, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean we all... Uh, 
go through practice, you know, every day hard, you know, trying to figure out, you know, the right thing to do, what coaches want us to do, you know, so we just got to get better, you know, um, you know, every day in practice, got to work and try to get better. Is this kind of game, I guess, more difficult than, than others in that, you know, you grab the early lead, it seems like you have the momentum, and it just kind of slips away? Yeah, definitely. Now, we hit them in the mouth first, you know, and, um, you know, uh, we just can't finish the game out, you know, this you know, um, I think third third straight loss, you know, we do that. You know, we get teams up and then, uh, you know, we can't keep the game going 48 minutes and try to and try to keep that score up and um, play defense and get stopped. So we got to do a better job of that when we hit them in the mouth first, um, keep it up. You know, do you feel like this is a situation where I guess you guys will toughen up from those situations? I mean, you know, you go in those situations and, and as you said, you do apply the first punch and, and I guess it toughens your skin up a little bit and that way you're able to, to learn to finish better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, execute, you know, um, you know, we have a lot of energy, you know, when the game start off. So we got to do a just better job of executing in the fourth, you know, quarter, in the third quarter to uh, bring out wins for us. Now you're going to Memphis. Obviously, this is in your first time going there since you played college ball there. But any special memories there from that situation? Uh, definitely. I mean, um, kind of where I, um, you know, kind of started my career at, you know, Cal, doing a great job of um, – with the dribble drive, you know, and I'm um, um, showing my talent there. So it's always good to play there, you know. Um, but the fans, um, college fans definitely still show love. Back to you, Sean. John, thank you very much. Again, the line last night for Tyreek Evans. He played 21 minutes and 23 seconds, 4 of 10 shooting, 9 points, 2 assists, 3 turnovers, and a block shot. And he also contributed 4 rebounds to the effort last night, albeit a losing one at home in New Orleans Arena. Stay tuned. Doug Tatum with us to talk a little technology when the Black and Blue Report continues in one minute. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an Auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Follow us on Twitter at BlackBlueReport. Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report rolls on, and uh, technology on our minds in a lot of ways today. Uh, more on that in a moment. Uh, in-house technology, though, this segment, the executive director of digital media for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints is Doug Tatum. You may know him uh, from his days at the New Orleans Times-Picayune, but he's ours and has been now for some time, and, and more news to roll out. So we thought we'd, we'd get with Doug today and kind of talk a little bit more about what was released last week, and that was the New Orleans Pelicans app. Now, let's start there, Doug. First of all, congratulations on another big piece unveiled in the, in the digital media world with regard to the Pelicans and the Saints. Thanks, Sean. It's one of the first things um, that Dennis and Greg, Dennis Lawson and Greg Bensel, when they brought me on, said we need to get this in the market. 
our, our team, our fans deserve to have a mobile app so they can follow the team wherever they are. And on Friday, we're able to proudly announce that it is out and available for all Apple devices and all Android operating systems. That pretty much covers everybody. It pretty much. Like. Uh, there's a few BlackBerry people out there, I guess, five or ten left on the planet that uh, might be out in the cold. Actually, I, I do think it, it works for BlackBerry devices as well. Perfect. Okay. So I fell in love with the Saints app when that first was launched. Uh, it For me, it was great because it's in-game scoring, it's stats, and then all the things like Black and Blue Report, the videos, the stories that John was doing on NewOrleansSaints.com, all those things were now kind of in one place and real easy to use. How similar to the Saints app is the Pelicans app? You know, it's very similar. We used the same developer, a company by the name of Yenscam, uh, and Yenscam uh, was the power behind, I think, 14 different NBA teams just launched mobile apps, all using Yenscam to develop it. And it's very, very similar. And like you said, my favorite part of it is the real-time statistics. Keep up with everything you want to know uh, about the game as it's happening. I mean, the, I think we all have different desires for information when we're at home watching a game or listening to you and JD on the radio broadcast. And broadcasters do a great job of providing information, but I might want to know, well, how many steals does Drew Holiday have right now? And with the mobile app, you could find that out. There's a great shot chart on here that I spend a lot of time on to see, you know, are we a little right-handed heavy, a little left-handed heavy? Are we hitting a lot of the threes? Are we not taking a lot of the threes? It's just a really fun device. And the, the real-time stats, I think, is the best function on it right now. And in the next week or two, we'll be rolling out the video and photo galleries, just like the uh, Saints app has. And you'll be able to watch live events uh, right now. We're live streaming Coach Williams pretty much every time he speaks. After practice, uh, pregame, which, Sean, you lead the interview on that, and postgame. And within a week or two, you'll be able to follow all that on your phone or your iPad or your Surface or whatever device you like. This show will be there, too? The black and blue, it will be a cornerstone <laughs> um, of, of the Pelicans mobile app. And I use the Saints app since uh, it came out to listen to the show it's the easiest way it's like two two movements of your fingers and boom the black and blue is playing and we have that same easy functionality on the pelicans app as well so each team has their app now it's almost like your it's like your team to go but all of this stems from the enhanced digital coverage that you're getting on pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com since you took over in july i think that was right july uh, what, what, what have, what's been ramped up, I guess, for those who don't know? Well, I mean, we're, we're using both sites. They're becoming more and more like news sites covering the teams. Uh, John DeShazer is now our senior writer on NewOrleansSaints.com, traveling with the team, working with you, Sean, um, producing regular uh, video reports about the team, the morning report, the afternoon wrap, making appearances with you on the Black and Blue show. Uh, Jim Eichenhofer has been a longtime writer for Pelicans.com, but he had never traveled with the team. Well, guess what? Now he's traveling with the team. He's just covering them like another regular beat writer. He's doing a great job of filing post-game video reports, video interviews from the players. We're providing all the information you need or would want to have about both teams, plus some you know great behind-the-scenes access stuff. Um, on the Saints side, we get an exclusive pregame interview with Sean Payton every Saints game day. 
On the Pelican side, we just launched a new show uh, called the Shoot Around Show that Joel Myers is going to be hosting, and that's going to be appearing on the website, and you'll be able to watch it very soon on the app every day that we have a home shoot around uh, talking about that night's matchup. This is where all this is going, and whether I've been in denial or not, but this is this is where it's going as far as coverage of teams and well news for that matter. What what are you know when you when you look at NewOrleansSaints.com or Pelicans.com having the secondary device when you're watching the game, all those things. What are some of the things that are backing up this movement as far as numbers go or factual data that says this is how people want this information now? Well, the NBA did a study um, over this past offseason, and it was it was crazy the numbers they came up with. It was like 90% of sports fans when they're at home watching a game or doing it with a secondary device, and out of that 90%, Another 90% are on social media channels while they're doing it. And on both sides, we have very robust and active Facebook and Twitter accounts, especially on the Pelican side. I think we do a really, really great job with our Twitter account. And it's just, you know, I don't know if you have this experience when you're at home because you're at so many of the games, but my wife has always given me a hard time because like, hey, look at me occasionally. Stop looking at the phone. But, you know, it's like another addiction for people to have. Because I think there's never been more information available at your fingertips than there are right now. I'm an information junkie. I think a lot of people out there are as well. It's just kind of hard to tear yourself away from it. So what we're trying to do is to provide people the best in-game companion for that second screen experience. Screen experience. And I think the Pelicans app and the, and the New Orleans Saints app are, have accomplished that. I think one of the charges that Dennis Lush and Greg Bensel had for you, at least as, as I'm kind of gathering over the last couple of months, was make the two team apps and the two team websites the first place that Saints and Pelicans fans get their information. In other words, become the primary source. Are we closer to that goal? Are we on that goal? Yeah, I think we're on the right track. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of competition out there. Um, and we're not covering, we're not trying to cover uh, the team like uh, ESPN or NOLA.com or The Advocate or somebody like that would cover our team. The way my vision is, I want Pelicans.com and New Orleans Saints.com to be the digital playground for fans. For fans come out to hang out and get everything they want to know about their team. Um, you know, if you want locker room photos, well, there's only one place you could go to for that. And that's NewOrleansSaints.com. And we're going to be unveiling some other things like that on the Pelican side as well. We could take you behind the scenes. Other people can't. We're going to be the source of a lot of the breaking news that the team releases on both sites. Uh, I just think you need, and I think people are already starting this, we're, you know, you need to bookmark our pages, get our apps, and just make it part of your daily uh, Internet experience. All right, one last thing we should leave them with whether it be the two team apps or the two team websites or the podcast or anything else, the price seems to be right. Free. <laughs> Free. It's great. Um, and the other really, really exciting thing is we have two fantastic teams to cover. Two really, really fantastic teams. The Saints have been doing great since Sean came on board in 2006. But I think fans need to come out and watch Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday and Tyreek Evans and the other guys, Dell and Monty and Mickey, have put together. Because I, th I think you're seeing the start of something special in Anthony Davis. And I'm excited to be along and, and be a small, small part of 
that experience. Well, you'll be a big part in getting that stuff to the fans. That's for sure. I'm glad you stopped by. And again, congratulations on the uh, on the new team app for the Pelicans. This is good news. It's great news. Yes. All right. So there it is, gang. Uh, I know we've talked about it here, there, and otherwise, but those are the details. And uh, you can go get it if you haven't already. The Pelicans uh, app is out. Uh, if you're looking for it, you know, because just like the Saints app, there are different ones out there that cover different things. It's very clear. On the Saints side, the little icon that you're going to see is the traditional Saints logo. And when you pull up that app each time, it's Drew Brees. On the Pelican side, uh, on my phone at least, Doug, it's the, it's the Bird Delee logo. And then you pull up and it's Anthony and Davis. It's Anthony Davis. So when you see those things and the price is free, um, then you know you're in the right spot. And one more thing, Sean, let me just jump in and say this is just the beginning. We're going to be working with the Cam and with the NBA to continually to make this app better and better. We'll be adding features, I don't want to say on a weekly basis, but close to it. We're going to make it um, as good of a mobile experience as any fan can want from their team. All right, very good. Good stuff. Technology-wise, our conversation continues with more on this Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Coming to you today from Memphis, Tennessee. Doug, thanks. Back up with us. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. Well, I'll be anxious to see how the Pelicans uh, rebound from last night's loss to the Suns when they take the NBA floor again tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies across the street at FedEx Forum. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off tonight on the uh, New Orleans Pelicans radio network and also on television at Fox Sports New Orleans. The uh, Saints are back to work today. Uh, it is a busy, busy day. Wednesday always is in preparation for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, head coach Sean Payton will speak, of course, after practice today. And so will Saints quarterback Drew Brees. We'll have a coverage of that at uh, NewOrleansSaints.com today and then more on today's activities during tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. We'll be back in Studio B tomorrow in uh, New Orleans in our facility there on Airline Drive. So that'll be, uh, that'll be good. Uh, it's interesting, over the years, uh, and I thought about what I wanted to do a little bit with these uh, Black and Blue Report episodes on the road, and I thought I'd maybe we'd talk about the city that we're in or a special memory that sparked when we come to a particular city. And certainly Memphis holds uh, a lot of certain stories and moments over the years. You know, Memphis is in the Southwest Division with the Pelicans, and so therefore we come here twice a year without fail, sometimes more if you talk about the preseason or possibly a playoff, but 
over the years, just in NBA visits alone, I've probably been to Memphis, gosh, 20, 20 times, somewhere right around there. And certainly uh, here at the Westin, we're across the street from the FedEx Forum, a fabulous building they beat, uh, they built rather for their NBA team. On the next block is the world-famous Gibson Guitar Factory, the Civil Rights Museum where Dr. King was assassinated is only a couple of blocks away. And right around the corner is world-famous Beale Street. There's so many good things to do here in Memphis. Let's talk about food, shall we? Uh, of course, you've got Rendezvous and Central Barbecue and Corky's and uh, Blue City Cafe. There's even a famous chicken place here. Gus's world-famous fried chicken is, uh, is a stone's throw down the street from our team headquarters here. So good meals and good times and um, good games, too, uh, against the Grizzlies over the years. There's one memory, though, that really sticks out for me, and I thought I'd share it with you today. It's not some deep, dark secret that I haven't told others, but certainly whenever I come to Memphis, I think of a particular incident that happened while the team was based in Oklahoma City following Hurricane Katrina. We're staying at the Westin now, but the team used to stay at the world-famous Peabody Hotel. You know the one, the Ducks. Uh, it's right there in kind of the heart of downtown Memphis. But uh, on one particular night, what we thought was going to be a pretty routine trip to Memphis turned out to be somewhat different. Chris Anderson was a very popular player, still is today, but uh, his time with the uh, Hornets at the time was, was special. A colorful guy who worked very hard, had come from a tough background and found his way into the NBA. There was one particular visit that we came here to Memphis where we weren't in our hotel rooms very long at the Peabody when our phones rang and the broadcasters were summoned to George Shin's suite. Mr. Shin didn't travel all the time, but he was on this particular trip, largely due to the fact that we had clients on the trip. A lot of our special folks that helped support the franchise were treated to a trip with the team and a dinner the night before the game against the Memphis Grizzlies. So to get a phone call early in the evening and to be summoned to Mr. Shin's suite was somewhat odd, and we weren't sure what to expect, but as the broadcast crew uh, made its way to Mr. Shin's suite, we certainly had no idea what was to come, and that was the announcement to us that Chris Anderson had violated the substance abuse policy and would be suspended from the NBA. It was such sad news because we were all big fans of Chris and wanted the best for him and, of course, for the team. But to, to hear it come out of Mr. Shin's mouth and to see the sadness on his own face for one of his own was certainly a memory that I'll never forget here in Memphis. Which made it even more difficult was the fact that we were shortly thereafter scheduled to go and meet with our special guests, our clients, at a dinner at Texas Day Brazil. They were all in a great mood, wanted to talk to us about the team and the young season that was at hand. And certainly we had to, at that time, kind of keep things quiet about the news of Chris Anderson. And we were only hoping the best for Chris. But to spend that evening celebrating the start of an NBA season, our special clients and fans, but at the same time, our worry for our teammate, Chris Anderson, that night brought about a memory that I think of every time I come back here to Memphis. The good news is this. Chris Anderson is thriving with the Miami Heat. He took that opportunity to go and clean up his life and uh, certainly took advantage of a tough road to become a better person. He's as colorful as he ever was. He's a model citizen in so many ways, whether you like tattoos or not. But here's one of the good guys in the league that went through a tough time, and we were all here to witness it. And that's what I think of each time I come to Memphis. Even though I love barbecue and the blues and everything else, I think of a bump in the road that turned out okay for all involved when it comes to Chris Anderson, Hornets history, and our visits here to Memphis, Tennessee. Hope you'll join us for the broadcast tonight. We'll have plenty more for you tomorrow on the next edition of the Black and Blue Report. We have a high-powered guest list the rest of this week. 
Keep following on Twitter. You'll learn more about who's coming. Some national guests as we get ready for football this weekend against the Cowboys and a whole lot more. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tonight from FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee, and we'll be back with you from Studio B tomorrow. For producer Dan, John DeShazer, David Wesley, Tyreek Evans, Doug Tatum, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.